The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Nick Schatz, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. I've come to the realization the Cowboys aren't going to the Super Bowl after all. <laughs> it finally said it. It's, it's finally just now. With this victory Monday stampede, it, I just realized it ain't happening this year. Well, there's there's victory in two other places. There is. There is. And, and, there's vi- and sorrow in two other places. That's exactly well. right. That's right. right. At least we don't have to, uh, uh, we, we don't have the sorrow that they have in Kansas City this morning. Yeah, I was just telling the, the, gu- San the guard down the hallway, I, I said, you know, when you lose games like that, there's a thousand reasons why, and they're having to go through that today mm-hmm. in Kansas City, uh, along with San Francisco. I think the only thing about it, if you look at, you know, failure this year, which God, it was a lot of with the upsets, and all, there was a lot of it, a lot of failure that you just didn't see coming. You didn't see the the Packers losing. You just didn't see it coming. You know, you you got the, a, a quarterback that. Uh, could be MVP, and he retired. You know what I mean? He's, he retired. Well, did he retire? We think. <laughs> ESPN. Everybody's saying he has. Yes, ESPN. Adam, 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 Adam Schefter, he came out first, right? Hasn't yeah. come Schefter out of his gone. mouth yet. There's a lot of people who would like to hear Adam Schefter retire. <laughs> right. Maybe, maybe Tom that. Brady will announce on, that Adam man. Schefter And it's amazing. Don't do that to me. After <laughs> Adam Schefter reported, Ian Rappaport suddenly had sources that told him the same thing. Wow. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> but when you look at it and you compare failures – if it wasn't for the, the you know, the, them winning the Super Bowl, the Chiefs would be that team that you would say, you know, they, they, they chiefed it up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, chief, they chiefed the game up. So they, they become this verb. And I think it's just because they have so much confidence in what they're doing. Sometimes it, they can get really foolish on that offensive side of the Chiefs, and it cost them. This year, it cost them. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that over the course of the uh, next hour here on Mixed Shots. And, on a Monday. Yeah, and we moved to Monday. We switched with teammates, and so next week we will be back at our normal oh. off-season Thursday time. I won't see you guys for over a week. Yeah. What will I do? That's sad. <laughs> what <laughs> will I do? But it's a, a great I, – I love the fact that we're doing yes. Monday this week because we can uh, we can talk about what everybody watched on, on Sunday and uh, and spin it uh, in a Cowboys way. What, what can this team learn from not only what happened on Sunday, but uh, the teams that are making it to the Super Bowl, the Rams as well as the Bengals and how they put their teams together. It's uh, very interesting to, to figure that out and see what we can learn from them. Well, the thing we talked about after the Cowboys lost and I think after the next round of games that the teams that advanced generally had the better 
offensive lines mm-hmm. in the game. There you go, Spags. Uh, in this one, neat, you know, <laughs> the second game, neither team could run the ball much, right? Uh, but protecting the quarterback in both games needed to be at a premium if you were going to win. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw somebody had a had a stat when Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't pressured. He had completed 80% of his passes. It was so easy to see. And then when he was pressured, it was like two for nine. Yeah. Well, shocking, <laughs> right? That's the name of the game. Get pressure on a quarterback, and he's not going to be as good with, as he can stand in the pocket. Did you see that first half, the time Mahomes had yes. in the pocket? Yes. He was looking right. He was looking middle. He was looking left. Oh, no, I'm going to go down this way. Unbelievable the time he had. And then when – the pocket disappeared, all of a sudden started making uncharacteristic mistakes. He looked human. Yes, absolutely. So uh, what I took from all this stuff is that offensive line better be good if you're going to succeed in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. No doubt about it. Now you guys can pick something else. Well, and I agree. And going into the Cincinnati-Kansas City game with what Kansas City – and Kansas City realized that after the Super Bowl last year. They had to improve that offensive line. They acquired Orlando Brown. They have two rookies starting on the offensive line who are very good players. And uh, they shored it up. And and then you saw – but you saw what happened with Joe Burrow last week against Tennessee getting sacked nine times. And so who would have thought that Cincinnati – and you go through the whole first half of that game, and I'm going, well, we had some great games last week, but this this first one this week it certainly isn't going to shape up that way. And then all of a sudden, it shaped up that way. Yeah. And uh, and credit Cincinnati for figuring out a way to protect Burrow enough to uh, where he could make plays, and they were establish, able to establish enough of a running game, uh, you know, to uh, bleed the clock and can, and gain control of that game. Uh, I think what you what you saw was those stats and, and all of that that we care about. Once again, first thing priority: protect your quarterback as much as possible. But when it's all said and done, and you can't do what you want to do, matchups are extremely mm-hmm. important in the playoffs. You know, can your playmakers still come through no matter what? You know, they don't they, they don't sit back there and start counting the sacks. They're like, okay, we're still going to move forward in spite of the fact that we're giving up sacks. They stay focused on the task at hand. And when it comes to the playoffs, you know, you just got to have a totally different attitude. You can't be about numbers. It can't be about what you're looking like. It can't be about, oh, we're inconsistent. Everybody's inconsistent in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's because you come up against good defenses. So we sit here in Dallas, and we're always worried about optics. We worry a lot about optics and how it looks, and it affects the way we make our play calls. To me, as far as I'm concerned, matchups are the way to go. You tell me you can whoop my man Michael Parsons. You tell me you can whoop my man Trayvon Diggs. You tell me you can whoop my man Gallimore. If you can beat those guys, then you can have it. But the game plan, to me, is secondary to how well you match up with the other team. You know, if I had told you in the NFC game that Cooper Cup was going to catch 11 passes for 142 yards, two touchdowns, Odell Beckham, nine passes for 113 yards. Matthew Stafford was going to go throw for 337. They would have scored 40 points. That's right. They end up with 20. 
20. They and one and one reason they end up with 20 and not yes. 27 is because Cooper Cup dropped a touchdown yes. pass. <laughs> and, 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 so, and he would have had another 80 yards on that, whatever the length of that was so, going to be. So 20, they're beatable, right? San Francisco ends up with 17, right? They probably would have ended up with 17 against the Cowboys had they not had the interception mm-hmm. that gave them the easy That's kind right. of touchdown. And how many did they have against Green Bay? They had 13. And, they, and it was a special teams touchdown. Right. They got them That's to 13. Right. They, yeah. didn't, they didn't have it. They right. didn't Six have points. an offense. I mean, we points. saw. So the, 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 the hard t- those teams were beatable. They were beatable. This was our year, Spags. This was it. I, I said it as we were, they were. This was our year. If you're going to do it with this team, this year we could have done it. And, and all excuses aside, you look at how well we played San Francisco. Even badly, as badly as we played, still had a chance to beat San Francisco, who barely beat Green Bay, who barely lost to the Rams. The, the parody, I hate to use that word, but that, that word, it's, it's what we have. And it was really in spades this year. This was the year that we really could have done it. And really, without even playing our best, we still could have done it. That's how, that's how weird this playoffs, these playoffs are. And I'm telling you, it's all about matchup. And just how many, how many guts, what kind of guts do you have? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, you're going to get hit in the mouth in the playoffs. And Burroughs got hit in the mouth. You, not how many times did he get sacked again? Nine times last week against Tennessee. No, this week he, yeah. they did good. He, right. he only got sacked, I think, once or nuns. Once or nuns? <laughs> once or nuns. <laughs> I, got I don't it. think I've ever said that word before. I got it right nuns. here. One time. And he was no only, only hit four times. Coming off of last week, that's a great adjustment to exactly. make. Exactly. That's right. a great adjustment to make. He, uh, no wonder he felt so And confident. by the way, I didn't realize it. Former Cowboys offensive line coach is Cincinnati's line coach, mm-hmm. Frank Pollock, mm-hmm. who these guys really liked here. And they let him go for Paul Alexander, mm-hmm. if we remember. Mm-hmm. There's a trade with Cincinnati. The, form, the former longtime Cincinnati Bengal offensive line coach came here, and Pollock landed there. And he's still there. And and they you know they they spent a first round draft pick on a, a tackle from Alabama, but he still he doesn't have all that much to work with. Uh, yeah, they they haven't invested like a lot of people in Cincinnati had wished they did in their offensive line, but they made the the investment they needed to make in, and that was at the quarterback position. And I had forgotten <laughs> I had forgotten that until I I saw him on the sideline in a shot, and I go, wait a minute, that, that's Pollock. He's he's still there. Mm-hmm. And you know what else was missing from this basically this entire weekend? I just did not see a lot of it at all, and it, it made for good football. Penalties. Mm-hmm. How about that? Come on, man. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It was so enjoyable it to went, watch the game. Kansas City Cincinnati game, and, and the uh, Bill Vinovich was the referee on that game. And I understand his crew during the regular season. His crew, what, his, not his, his crew, crew, not but. this crew, but his crew during the regular season, called the fewest penalties in the entire league. Now. You probably can a referee, even with an all-star cast of officials around him, the referee can set the tone. That, yes. Okay, we're not going to yes. we're going, not going to call ticky tack stuff. Yeah. We're not going to it's do this playoffs, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and by the way, there was a couple of plays in, in the opening drive for Kansas City where yeah, you could have made interference calls. That's right. You know, I'm sure calls, yes. I'm sure Cincinnati fans yes. were were yelling. And if it was Anthony that Brown, they would have called it. Yeah, that first drive. <laughs> yeah. No, they had a couple no, of them exactly. they that, called. That, that's yeah. right. But it was 
they we were into the second quarter before the first penalty flag was thrown, and it was an obvious false start or something right. like that. And well, and how about this? The other crew for the NFC game, Carl Sheffers. The most penalties. The most penalties called. <laughs> and in, in this the game, they only called eight. And it came and from only, the top of the league there. And that only you're not two called. against the Rams. Only two. And I saw, I think it was the second game, a couple delay of games that didn't get man and, and, it, and it was you know, obvious thought, wait, i'm thinking of the horn you're thinking of me right? <laughs> i'm thinking of the horn <laughs> where's the fog horn uh-huh. gotta because you're it's at crucial times of the game as well crucial yes. times of the game yes mm-hmm. and they just let it slide they just, just act it like it didn't happen yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it was there at least a half a second all right there at was one you know what and by the way um i ran into a guy that does some college games, and basically he kind of said that if it's, like, really close, the the conferences want you to just let it go. Let it go. It Unless it's just a game. egregious, yeah. like, mm-hmm. two seconds. Which they did have like, one of those yesterday. Yeah. yeah, but but if, if it's, like— On zero and in their snap it. Right. Whatever TV, right? They want to see offense, mm-hmm. right? They want to see. And that's what they did yesterday. They don't want that the stoppage in play, especially as long as college games are. Great. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, to that point, there was <laughs> one the in the second. I guess it was in the. It was in the. I think it was in the second half of the Kansas City game. It was a long pass, crossing route to Tyreek Hill, and uh, and I, on the when they ran the play. He was in the inside. They had three receivers to the left. They had a receiver on the line of scrimmage out wide. They had one flanked, and then he was the inside slot, Mm -hmm. and he was closer to the line. And I'm telling you, he was on the line of scrimmage. So he was covered by the outside wide receiver. He makes the catch. I said, well, there's got to be a flag on that. And I went back and looked at it, and I took a picture of it. I can send you the picture. He clearly was at the line of scrimmage. They didn't call it. No, and Romo pointed, pointed it out. Did oh, he? really? Oh, okay. yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. hear that. He pointed it well, out. I was probably backing up my <laughs> DVR. And he, and, he, and, and he pointed out. He goes, look, that's too many guys on the line of scrimmage. Okay, right. He, he goes, they can't have eight. Right. And and they let it go. And and uh, the sideline was complaining, too, by the way. It may have been a different play. It may have been – they may have been done it on multiple maybe they, plays probably, where they, they were just have. ignoring they it. Have, you know? That was their uh, formation. That was a heavy formation. They went that all the time. Yeah. And uh, and I went back and I, I texted it to Babe Laufenberg, and Babe's like, oh, yeah, it's good. And I said, well, he's even with the tackles. Even, either Tyreek <laughs> – Why are you calling Babe? <laughs> you got me over here. You calling Babe? I'll take your call, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, but Babe is an aficionado of rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just doesn't see them well. He knows them. You know, he just and, can't recognize and the amazing things with with Sheffers, his crew being the lead. He he beat Hockley after Hockley called twenty eight penalties in the Cowboy game. Mm-hmm. He still wasn't first. So that tells you how many penalties yeah. they were called. Yeah. But they backed off. They let him play. Right? There was a taunting penalty that was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It was dumb. That was dumb. It was on, on the sideline. Yeah, it was tackle. on 51 or something. It, I, I think he stepped that. over the guy or something, and they called taunting. It's like Aziz Al Sharir. Yes. Nice. Very good. Yeah. Nice. Um, all right. Do you want to get to the end of the first half of the Kansas City game? Yes. Okay. All right. 
Five seconds. First off, it was nine seconds left. They ran one play. Now it's five seconds left. They have no timeouts left. They're ahead 21 to 10. What are you doing in that situation? You mean the great Andy Reid didn't do it right? <laughs> I saw that. Or, and the Game. great Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And Mahomes thought he had a timeout left. At the end of that play, you saw that? Did yeah. you see that? At the end of that play, he's call, he's, he's trying to call a timeout. Time yeah, he That's looked right. and, and he beyond looked that, perplexed. Like, well, beyond what that, happened? <laughs> the sense of timing on as soon as the first read wasn't there. Okay, I, and and he double clutched and then he threw it out to Tyreek. The, 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 the half's over. Okay, done. because yeah. he did he, it on first down, right? With nine seconds to go. Uh, it, it wasn't open, and he threw it in the ground in the end zone. Right. You should have done that again. Exactly. You would have had another it's, play. It's a plant. I mean, uh, five seconds left. It's a plant first read. If it's there, right. go for it. If not, you're throwing it away. Because Romo pointed out that and then you with got one nine second seconds, left. you can get three plays off. Mm. He, he goes, now you now got Romo thing. You're well, Romo. <laughs> Romo, right? <laughs> but, but, but he was thinking three plays. You know, snap. Throw. Yes. Snap, throw. Yes. Four seconds each time, You right? can't pump fake. Yeah, that's right. And that's three plays. If, yeah. yeah, right. if, if you pump fake, easily that's going down to two plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fake. right. And so, and you just did it. You went from nine to five. Now you can go five to one. And just It's the same principle. Mm-hmm. And if, But if it's not there, you can't double clutch and then throw it now. Okay, now half's over. And I just thought it was amazing that he didn't have the Mahomes didn't have the presence of. Did you mind. hear what Reed did? No, he, he took took he, the fall for he it. He fell yeah. on the sword. Yeah. Said I could have given him a better play. Right. And it's like okay, maybe, but it didn't work. But just the, throw it in the ground. But you have to get points there. Yeah. Okay. I, the and and it, I know it felt like that they were so in control of the game. No. But no. I mean, a and huge huge touchdown for Cincinnati was getting it to twenty-one to ten. P. Exactly. Ryan, your boy. Yeah, that's Oklahoma, right. Some Ajay. Yeah. yeah. I love that name. Um, P. Ryan. There were two baby. great runs that are and catch, both of them from OU run. running back. Yes, that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the one I Mixon's. was thinking. Oh, Mixon's was good, but Debo's. Oh yeah, yeah. that oh, was yeah. unbelievable. Oh my goodness! Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Wow, yeah, he's that no was joke. Strong. Yeah. That was pretty strong because he ran right through a linebacker. But it, yeah. and, and, and you know, he just you know, became like, a superstar. Yeah, I know a lot of people loved him before, but now everybody yeah. knows him. Yeah, see, everybody's late to my party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but at the end of that half, even if they had kicked the field goal, you don't know that, okay, those three points would have changed the whole game. It had made it a little difficult, mm-hmm. but Cincinnati did a heck of a job that second half, especially Burrow keeping his composure, not trying to win the game on one play. And when he didn't have something there, he helped out his offensive line running. His running backs helped him out a lot. They were outlets for him, and when they threw the ball to him, they weren't surprised. Right. Sometimes Zeke looked like he's so surprised that Dak throws him the ball out of the flat. <laughs> so these guys, they when they caught it, they were ready to go. The running backs did a lot in this game. P. Ryan and uh, Mixon. Uh, Mixon. They did a great job, and that's where the matchups come in. They knew that they were going to be so far deep. I mean, the linebackers were nowhere to be found for uh, for uh, for KC because they thought they can control it that's with right. their front. It they was sure the same did. thing they the Cowboys faced, right? The, the, the teams thought, especially San Francisco, we can control your run game with our front, but you're not going to throw the ball 
down the field. And I got to say, I, I hate giving quarterbacks too much credit, but probably one of the better plays of that game was when Burroughs came, uh, broke uh, Chris Jones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, sack tackle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that to me, that. Huge. That well, just, he broke it twice, right? Even when he escaped. That's right. He's diving landing. at his feet, yeah. and, and he still he got out of it. And then he had the wherewithal to make the first down. That yeah. was huge. And it, it uplifted the team itself. You know, the other thing that was big in that game was the fact that Kansas City was clicking on offense in the first, first half. half. I mean, they were – and it was all underneath stuff. I mean, it was – you know, they were taking what the defense gave them. But the key on that was – and I think in the game, Kansas City only completed, only had two plays of over 20 yards. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that's what I heard this mm-hmm. morning. I'm not, I haven't confirmed it. But, but when you look at it, look at the number of possessions that Kansas City had in the first half. Yeah, they were scoring touchdowns on them, but it, they only had 21 points. Yeah. Okay, and they and they Should've they scored they scored on their first three possessions, and then that they only had four possessions in the first half of that game. And then they get the ball again to start the the second half, which was the other reason why take the point. You got to get the you points. Get You're getting the ball back, back again, right. you know. Just and that's go some ahead. of the things that, that that quarterbacks don't see that I, the guys that I, I definitely noticed during the game. I just hate watching wide receivers just release off the line of scrimmage with no one hindering their progress. Tyreek Hill was coming off the line of scrimmage. No one was touching him when he was in that slot position. Mm-hmm. He was the guy that they're going for. The DBs, if you're a, if you're a cornerback and you're lined up on him and you just open up the, the they call it the saloon uh, door, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what they call it. You open up the saloon door, your safety is immediately under pressure. So that's why he was so successful in the in the first half. And I remember fussing at my son. I'm sure he's like, Dad, Dad, will you shut up? <laughs> I remember fussing at my son saying, why are they giving him a free release? Well, they did the same thing to Cup. What? In 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 the Cincinnati game, second half, they changed. They changed. It. They did. Right? They did. They gave him free release when he was lined up outside. But if he lined up inside, they finally started pressing him, and now there's no more pressure on the safety. So that's why you're looking at Mahomes going, and Mahomes gets rattled because that's right. his, he's his, looking for his him. Guy now he's there. not opening yeah, So check right. this and let's, out. Let's be real. Before he goes. Mahomes really eyeballs his receivers way too much. Mm-hmm. And if any defensive coordinator, I'm sure that that's what they're catching up to right now. They're finally catching up to him. He, do, he does not do well coming off of his first read. They had 292 yards in the first half. Second half, Kansas City, 83 yards. 83? Looking for him. They're looking mm-hmm. for him all day long. And what happens when they finally try to force it into him? Safety makes Did it you notice what the they were doing with Kelsey in the I second half? Not. Okay. Because that's the other thing. It's either Hill or Kelsey or yeah. his guys. Yeah. It's probably well, you, Hill first, three, with, Kelsey second. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah, you got Kelsey for 50, <laughs> but then, I'm sorry, you got Hill for 50, but Kelsey might go for 15. Yeah. I'll take the 15. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And, and and they did the same with Cup. When he went in the slot, they, they gave him like a five, seven-yard release. It's like, what are you doing? You got to get up on guys. On that one touchdown, which was a great route Heck on his route. part. Heck of a route. So he, he gets on the safety, right? And how did he get on the safety? Free release. Free release for, right. for like 10, 15 That's yards, right. right? Yes. And then he cuts in, 
and the cornerback, for some reason, Bites it's up. 13, it was third and 13 or second and 13. He's up on the He's back. up on the short guy, and he's supposed to follow underneath, right? I don't know how many picks I've gotten doing that. Yeah. That and how about and how about Beckham in these playoffs? Loving it, man. You know, and he's for, kinda he is in these playoffs for the Rams, he is what Antonio Brown was last year for Tampa Bay. That's right. Yeah. I mean, when you look at you know, what his reputation is, um, it's, it's all about me, 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 and it gets back to what you're talking about in the playoffs. You gotta be about team, team, That's team. Right. You know. See, I think when those guys get with a good team. They defer, right? When they think they're with some scrubs, they I got to be the guy, right, right? Right. But when he gets there, it's like, okay, this cup guy's pretty good, mm-hmm. and the quarterback's not bad, and we and got I, a running I better, game. I've got a good rapport with both right, of them, right. which is mm-hmm. what he has, right? Because yes. you know what, my my, and it's a short time frame too. It's only a month long. Period. Yeah, but <laughs> but maybe he was smart enough we'll to realize see what by training camp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe he was smart enough to realize, okay, my 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 career right. now, now is on a shoestring. Oh, he was. There's no right. doubt about it. If he, I he screw was. up here, they are they are playing for money in the playoffs too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's I, not it, in comparison to what their salaries are. It doesn't compare. But if you go and win a Super Bowl, that endorsement money is like that's what they're looking at. That's what they're right. Guess that's what right. he had? He had playoff incentives. I I didn't write it down, but he made a hell of a lot of money. In incentives, I remember the contract. over these yeah. over these three. How many they play three games? Yeah. Three games. He made a hell of a lot of money, which is what AB could have done as well. Yeah, if he would kept his clothes on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we continue with more mix shots in just a moment. Brace yourself for an existential question: Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. At AT AT&T... Everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone. Even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back, back, back to mixed shots. 
let's get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, sharing starting at just 20 bucks. Join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details. And by golly, join today. Mm, that was close. All right. I was sitting right here. <laughs> that was good. Right at the last second you came so up with So let me pick read. up where I left off before okay. we move on. Odell Beckham Jr. is heading to the Super Bowl with the Rams. Mm-hmm. He earns $750,000 incentive for their win today. He's already collected $2 million in playoff win incentives this month with another chance for a million more if they win the Super Bowl. So he's getting $3.75 million for this four-game playoff run if they win the Super Bowl. And whatever the share is. And then, and then the share on top of it. Right. And then endorsement deals on top of yes. that. And a new contract. Uh, yeah, because he only signed a one-year deal. Yeah. So there you go. He's a free agent. Mm-hmm. What a good time to be a free <laughs> agent. All right. Unlike, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can say it right. Tarski Tart, uh, Jaquaski Tart. Tart. What happened? He had the, the drop interception. The interception. Oh, with the bro. Yeah. I thought of you when that happened. Oh, by the way, man. As that a matter was... of fact, I went back and watched it, and Joe Buck goes, "And the pass is intercepted." Oh, he dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> that was worse than Brown, right? Right. Was it worse than Brown? I mean, come on, man. That, I mean, talk about just in the in your belly. That's, that's you know what he did? He did the, uh, what's the scissor hand thing? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he whiffed. He went like this. He whiffed, yeah. I've seen Tony Dorsett do that, trying to catch passes. We used to call him crazy hands. This, sometimes, he, was t- he was backing up like that? No. Backing up? Yeah. This looked like a punt. It yes. Like it was right in his bread basket. Oh, that was horrible. I bet it left a sour and taste it, it, it in it his let, mouth. It let, it let Matthew Stafford, it let you know Matthew Stafford's arm is... Not what it used to be. I should have got. You know, a, and, and I should have got a mix shot on that one. By the way, <laughs> you know, in the tart in- sour. Oh, there you oh, go. That's pretty I, good. God, I didn't even. I had to it out. <laughs> Guys, right. don't even listen to me. He <laughs> finally figured out. We're yeah, not we're not. Yeah, there you go. Well, I'm looking at what Bill's got to say. Lis- you're missing good stuff. <laughs> you know, the interesting thing on that dropped interception. What happened with San Francisco on the previous possession? All right. When San Francisco's on offense, they faced a fourth and two. Mm-hmm. And now Shanahan Shanahan's getting second guessed for not going for it at the like the Rams went for it and they were stopped short with yes. the Stafford quarterback sneak. That's right. Okay, and the 49ers stop him. He looked okay. like he made it. And uh Did you think he made it? I thought he was short. I thought he was short. He did too. Yeah. Okay, so they decided not to go for it, okay, and they punted the ball away. Rams took over at the 15-yard line, and the first play, Tart drops the interception. So had had Tart caught the ball, then they have the ball whatever yard line that with a first down, mm-hmm. you know, let's say it's at the, even at the 45-yard mm-hmm. line. It was about – it was pretty far downfield. It was. It was, so it was all I, the arm that Matthew had. So I have – all is on. <laughs> I have no problem with Shanahan's decision not to go for it on fourth and two. There, it was early fourth quarter. 
um, and you know you punt them down, and they, the what, defense it, made the play. I mean, it, they it had the play then, to be it, made. Was it close? It was a, uh, San Francisco was up seventeen to fourteen. Seventeen, 14 to 14, yeah. yeah, and they held them to and they held them to a field goal. Yeah, so it was seventeen. Mm-hmm. But if you if right. you if you go for it and you give them the ball at the fifty yard line, right now. They ain't got to go far to get a touchdown. Right. They had to go 85. Well, it was a – what was the – it was – they started at their own 15, and so 28 and 35, they went 63 yards to kick a field goal. Right. Whatever. And, but your defense, on the first play after that decision, your defense was in position to make an easy play to get you the football back <laughs> with um, nine and a half minutes left in the game, and now you have an opportunity to run clock, and, and you're in field goal range with that kicker that they have, at least, you know, so. Well, you can see the weakness of their uh, defense is the secondary. Mm-hmm. You know, that, yeah, that's, front just, six that's just their strength. Yeah, that's just the way it is, but still, you have to have that kind of knowledge. When you have a chance to make that kind of play, Oh, man, you talk about being a hero. And then Mm -hmm. worse, after they kicked the field goal, they basically went three and out. And they had a five-yard penalty for the play of the game. That's when Jimmy G became Jimmy G, too. (laughs) And and the last play of the game, he passed the torch to Trey Lance. Yes, he did. Well, it, it was that or take a sack. Yeah, but it's not like it, Ky- wasn't, it, wasn't, like Ky- it wasn't like a, a I know, Kyler it was Murray. Down. It was third down. So but don't, but it don't do like that on Kyler third Murray down. Thing. It wasn't like he was in the end zone either. You got you got to take that sack and be. Ready I, if to it's come fourth down, again. if it's fourth down, I understand the. And heat. when I saw but, it, I thought it was fourth down. No, yeah, it was third. It's third down, and that's why you you have to take care of it. You know. All right, uh, Cowboys made some news on Friday. Mickey. Yes, they did. Jerry Jones spoke mm-hmm. about that. And Dan Quinn is back. And Dan Quinn's back. Um, we'll see what happens with Kellen Moore. Uh, Mike McCarthy's back, by the way. Mm-hmm. Not sure that was. Look, I wrote about it, and it dawned on me that after the game, was it Monday, Tuesday, when Stephen Jones did his radio segment, and he was asked the question about Mike McCarthy. Will that, was, he, that was the Monday after the The Monday game. after the loss, right? And is Mike McCarthy going to be your head coach mm-hmm. in 2022? Mm-hmm. And he said, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Fully confident. Totally confident. Very confident, or what was it? Uh, very confident. Absolutely. Very confident. And everybody just dismissed it. Like he's some sort of well, you know what happened. Underling, I know, I know, <laughs> but but everybody forgot about it, right? He is the COO, oh, right? Yes, he is. He is the guy that does the day. He's not just Jerry's son, right? Right. He does the day to day stuff, right? He doesn't normally speak out of turn, like no, say something off the cuff. He does not. Right? He knows what's going on. But that didn't matter when Jerry said nothing on – when did Jerry do his? Wednesday? Friday? It was – he went to Madden's uh, memorial service the next day. Tuesday. So it was later in the week. It was, it was it Thursday or Friday. It Friday. 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 I think it well, was Friday. Well, they tried to make something out of that. Right. Yeah. And he never he – never addre- and because he didn't address it, then that meant he left Mike McCarthy twisting in the wind. When he did address it with him, as he pointed out, Right? Yeah. How is McCarthy twisting in the wind? 
He was twisting in the wind only in the minds of the yes. media and fans well, out there and, and who Jerry's, think that, that Jerry was going to make a change. Behind the doors here, there, there was probably probably no indication. So he's not Jerry, twisting Jerry in the wind. Jerry pointed out he was only twisting in the wind of you guys. And he didn't. Right. And he said, and I don't mean you guys, the guys on the fan. He goes, I meant the media. Yeah. He said, because if you look at it, when Mike was asked about it, he said, Jerry and I talked and I'm – I'm here. He said. He said what he y- y- you didn't hear mm-hmm. or didn't want to recognize. Does didn't come from Jerry. Right. This is not the first time Jerry played coy on something <laughs> publicly. Right. And he just let Stephen speak. Yeah, and Stephen <laughs> said it. Stephen doesn't just say stuff to say stuff. Right. And 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 so. Yeah. So he kind of tried to clear that up, and now everybody thinks he's lying. Well, they still don't, you know, if you listen to talk radio or if you listen to the, read the column in the morning news, it was like, no, he's not telling If the you truth. listen to talk radio, then this is all blamed on Sean Payton. If you listen to talk radio, <laughs> because there was a point in the interview where, you know, I think he said something that left the door open to criticism for McCarthy or that he would be uh, kind of waiting in the wings if things don't go well here in Dallas. So now everyone is thinking— He didn't really say that. Everyone is thinking that this is going to be the hottest seat for a coach in the NFL. That part I do agree with. I have to agree with that part because we really were disappointed ourselves this year. You know. Well, I I, I, I understand that. that. I think there's a standard that that, uh, Jerry's going to set between he and McCarthy— that we have to get to this particular point as a team. And so now with Sean Payton sitting there, you know, he'll be commentating or whatever he's going to be doing. Everyone's thinking that he's just going to be keeping the seat warm for Sean Payton I'll tell you when what, the season's over next year. If he's commentating and finds out that there's another life out there <laughs> that I don't have to work seven days a week and I can make this amount of money, <laughs> And don't have to move. I don't have to move back. Make twice as much, twice as much as what an NFL head coach makes. Yeah. <laughs> then why would I ever go back to coach? Uh-huh. Right. That, but that that little uh, caveat right there that kind of gives people something to chew on. Yeah, for the I understand. Season, I under- season and, and, and it will. Season. And it yes, will. It will. It will. Yes, it, it will. won't go away. It will not. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But as. Sean pointed out, I heard later on a, some interview, that he had never talked to Jerry, and Jerry had never talked to him. But everybody's lying. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, and so uh, I, I know he went through this kind of long way around to say, well, yeah, I was just posturing because I wanted to make sure teams weren't thinking we didn't want uh, Dan Quinn, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And he said it all the time. We had been in talks with him. He was hoping that the that if he said something the wrong thing, then the ante would go up, and they'll how know how Dan much. Fifty-eight? No, that was Peyton. I, I want to say he was ten years old when Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> no, he told the story. He was ten years old when Lawrence Taylor was drafted. 
It's 51. Because he put right, the— you're, You'll ask what time it is, and Mickey will tell you how, how to build <laughs> well, the clock, and I'll just tell you it's 51. I made my eggs this morning. It's <laughs> <laughs> 51. No, I was— I, The sausage no, is good. ready. Go ahead, Mickey. It takes 10 minutes for my sausage. <laughs> so and when was— toast takes three. <laughs> when was, was Lawrence <laughs> Taylor drafted? 1982. 1981. 81. 81. Yeah. 81. I'm Draft. in the class, guys. I yeah. was in the class. 81. Yeah. So was 22? Uh, yeah, yeah, he was probably 24. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so he was drafted 40 years ago. Yeah. And Dan said he was 10. So do the math. 30, 51. So 51. Yep, that's right. If you oh, would have listened to me instead of I laughing. Just, instead of looking it up. at Wikipedia or something, yeah. <laughs> In fact, Lawrence Taylor turned 63 on Friday. Cool. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Same class as you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, I was young for my class, and obviously, so was uh, LT. I, I really thought he. Well, he would have been. I thought he was a. Um, he would have been 22 when he was drafted. Yeah, but you know, born in 1959, 22 years old. When you mm-hmm. think he finished four years at North Carolina? He must have. He must have. I did one of his games. He must have. I, I did one of his games for KGOU Radio, the student <laughs> station there. JC Watson, Oklahoma, against uh, GOU. Oh wow, okay. KGOU. I thought maybe it would be GEOU. Uh, no, KGOU Radio yeah, and Lawrence nice. Taylor and uh, North Carolina Tar Heels were unbeaten coming into Norman, Oklahoma, and what they happened? had. They had a forty-one to seven tattoo. There you go, baby. That's, That's what right. I'm talking about. Yeah. So I L who? <laughs> so Famous it, Amos Lawrence was a running back. By the way, wow. That's right. Did you did you see the trophy presentation for I Cincinnati? Did. Oh no, for Cincinnati, Icky Woods. That was him. That was Icky. Number I thirty. Icky, I left Icky a text. Uh, I have I Icky's could, number. I looked at that. And I go. That can't be Icky uh-huh. Woods. My wife said the same thing. Yeah. He, <laughs> he to, came up to Burrow after the game on the field. I saw and, that and, when he was and getting Burrow was interviewed. threatening to do the Icky shuffle there. Uh-huh. <laughs> he had to be three hundred pounds. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's been that for a minute. Really? Yeah, that's nothing new. Yeah, he didn't just get there. We talked about that. Where a I lot of times the running backs and the and the cornerbacks are three hundred pounds, and the <laughs> offensive linemen are one seventy five. I saw him when he hugged him, and I said, "Whose father's that?" Or some. I said, "How did that guy get on the field?" Uh, no, right. It, it, then I saw him on the podium, and I'm going. Number thirty. That's no, got to be Icky. Icky Woods 30. and myself. We signed. We had a, a Super Bowl appearance. Uh, it was right after I retired. Oh my goodness! I was in some truck stop casino in New Mexico, <laughs> and he was—he and I were there together, and we watched the game, and and it, the screen was no bigger than this, <laughs> this glass right here. Our plexiglass. Yeah, protection. it's no bigger than that. And I thought I said, "Man, Icky, what are we doing here, man?" We just started laughing at each other. Yeah, Icky's been looking like that for a minute. So well, his playing weight was two thirty-two. Yeah, oh, so only gonna gain seventy pounds. Yeah, right, there that's you go. All. Yeah, most so, people gain seventy pounds after they're so retired. So we're yeah. good. We're good with Dan Quinn coming back. I'm good. I am. I'll, that's a I'll good. Go, yes. I'll vote for it. Yeah, I sure Okay. Yeah. And Kellen Moore. It sounded like he Jerry felt like he was coming back. What he's sure, playing coy on that one. He was too. on the way to Miami. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So, yeah. And so the uh, negative response out there, oh, that's great. Everybody's back and we'll just get beat again in the first well, round. Well, well, the one thing that you have to, as you look at what's going on this year, you can't do anything 
without an offensive line. That's right. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how cute the plays are. You know, I don't care what kind of misdirection you're looking at. You have got to have an offensive line that can stave off that off that defensive line so we can make it work. And you know, Mahomes, that second half, they got after him yeah. with only a four-man front. This is, seems to be the theme for most successful so, teams this year. So why didn't he put the team on his back? All that money he makes? and Well, he tried. Mm-hmm. He tried. And I'm telling you, you and that's why I, I, there are times, and it's not just the Cowboys, but when you look at football, it's the teams that make the adjustments that are successful. He did all that scrambling around the first half. He did a little bit in the third quarter. After a while, this, that front four, okay, we've seen all the moves you have. Right. They got better and better at corralling him, and the secondary stayed strong. So it wasn't that he was just running around to be cute. Those guys were covered back there, and that old, that defensive line were very strategic in how they approached his sack. They, they finally kind of sur- surrounded him instead Lamar of going Jackson right at him. Right, yeah. right. They, 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 they actually baited him into making certain moves, and the guys were waiting on him. Because they came from the outside, and then he tried going up the middle, you know and what those he does. guys That's were what sitting he does. right there. Right? That's what he You know, he comes up inside, he goes out to the, to the right or left, and then that's how he gets – he does his Mahomes things. And then he tried circling back, and it's like he yeah, circled right that back time, into dude. him. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. That's when you know he was desperate, when he tried to circle back again. That, that, that goes to show that he felt the pressure. And even when you look at where they messed up before the first half, that's all about pressure. He didn't just make a mistake on his own. They weren't just feeling the pressure just because they were down there and think they, they're trying to keep up with the, the betting line or something. Cincinnati was starting to put that pressure on them, and they became frustrated. Their play calling became limited because their front line started to take away their options. All right, I've got to take off uh, last 15 minutes. It's you two, okay? I think we can do it. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I'm starting my uh, run to the Super Bowl uh, <laughs> this afternoon. What you're going to see on CBS 11 for the next two weeks is any and everybody who has had any kind of relationship with any of the local players in the Super Bowl will be interviewed. Local players, not local just players. cowboy yeah. formers. Yeah, that's right. Are By you, the way, you on that, you going out there? For I'm Super Bowl? not going, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. By, uh, by the way, um, uh, Matthew Stafford. I was mm-hmm. texting with his high school coach at Highland Park, yes. uh, Randy Allen, mm-hmm. and I'll tweet it out here after I get done. Uh, but he was on the front row at SoFi Stadium, right behind the Rams bench. Randy Allen was uh, mm-hmm. Stafford's high school coach, wearing a Matthew Stafford uh, jersey, and so. Uh, oh, it was a Rams jersey, okay, Rams you know, jersey. number nine, and so uh, I heard him say he was going. Yeah, right, yeah. and uh, so that's pretty cool. That uh, and so now I guess he's he's going to be he's back there in going, a couple of weeks. Might as well just stayed, right? <laughs> yeah, Airbnb. Sta- well, it's two weeks now. It's not one week. That's two weeks. And uh, and Stafford had uh, four of his teammates off the Highland Park High School uh, state championship team from 2005 were also at the game mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. So, so now, when you're going to hook up with Von Miller? Well, we've got a call in, so, yep. I was trying to think who else. Yeah. By the way, uh, I know some people on the, on the uh, Cincinnati team. I have two, two people on the Cincinnati team. They're from the Dallas area. I'm going to get back with you on that one, Bill. Yeah. And I'll let you know about Hakeem that. Hakeem Adeniji. 
Hakeem Adeniji from Garland High School, offensive lineman, That's went to one. Kansas. Yep. That's the one, Garland yep. High School. That's yep. right. That's right. That's yep. right. Yep. And, in fact, he one of the runs by Mixon, the 23-yard run yes. by Mixon in the first half, he got uh, he got a shout-out from Jim Nance, Hakeem Adeniji, right. opening up the hole there. And for he knew him. how to say the name. That's right, yeah. His, uh, yeah. his, his, uh, his parents are very close uh, to my sisters. Okay, yeah. there you go. The whole Garland thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my people find. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, by the way, uh, Everson, um, we talked a little bit about an anniversary last week, mm-hmm. and uh, we figured out what anniversary was actually uh, the date of our show last week. Yeah, it was I have not. The call. Oh, we we have. In fact, here it is. Chris Beam has it for us right Talk now. To me, Chris. It is okay. a forty-seven yard try there you go. by Scott Norwood to try to win the game for Buffalo. Lingner will snap it right, will hold it. Norwood will kick it I'm from thinking, the right hash mark. This on me. With eight I'm seconds left in the Giants leading <laughs> Buffalo, 20 to 19. It's a 47 yard for kick for the Bills. Norwood assumes the position. He was white as a shit. Lingner waits to snap it. We wait. There's yeah. a snap. There's a kick. It is up. It is no good. Right no one missed. Four seconds left. The Giants have won Super Bowl 25 by the score of 20 to 19. I mean, just to think of that, 20 to 19, the Giants lead the game. How far was that field goal attempt? 41, I believe. 41-yard field goal attempt. And You see all these kickers making all these kicks in these playoffs now, and you go back. Cincinnati. You go back. That guy still hasn't missed. That's right. (laughs) Well, one thing about Norwood, we knew about him. He doesn't do well. He didn't kick well on, on natural grass. You know, he, he was up in Buffalo. And this was, turf. this was at the this Sombrero, at the, yeah, too. Sombrero, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I know a friend of mine, Thornton Chandler, he, he, he doubled his bet down when he saw Norwood practicing on the <laughs> No, he did he said, not. He, he did. He said, man, that guy is pale. So he does not look right. <laughs> he doubled down. <laughs> he does not look right. I'm doubling down. Boy, he was so, and by the way, Ron Springs. Predicted the score. I don't know how. Really, twenty to nineteen. That's a strange score score to predict. Wow. Predicted the score. I was I was pale too because I was right on deadline and (laughs) I couldn't go down like for interview. I had to wait, and it was an open air press box, and I was. My head was out the window looking to see if it was good or not so I could finish my you story. You should have at me, man. I'm yeah, I should have said something, uh, right? There's a local sportscaster who was pale, too. I won't mention him by name, but he had done, uh, because of uh, satellite uh, difficulties, he had to tape the open for a sportscast that <laughs> night. And he so he did two versions of it. One of it, the Giants win. The other one, the Bills win. Gee, I wonder and who for the first time was. ever, the Bills won a Super Bowl. <laughs> On his station. That oh night. no! They ran the wrong. <laughs> they one. ran the wrong one. You're lying. <laughs> no, no. no. I won't, on, I won't say who it was, but yeah, I have personal have knowledge of it. So that was, was real. What, Thirty years ago, or same, whatever. Same same guy that uh, didn't put the tie on the preseason game. <laughs> 
<laughs> there was a game in London where the Cowboys played the. I was, was there. A, yeah. yeah. No, this was the '93 or '93 oh, okay. '93 okay. game, yeah. uh, and it was uh, so. Yeah, so because of satellite technology back then, you had to tape everything and send it back. And so he sends one version with the Cowboys winning the playoff game, and another one with the Bills that the Cowboys play Broncos. I can't. It was the preseason game. It was a preseason game, yeah, yeah. in London, and and the other team. He sent a version with the other team winning. Well, the game ended at a tie. Well, yeah, that was horrible. Does it rain the whole game? Yeah. yeah. So he was visiting Big Ben. Anyway. <laughs> All right, well, I'm Bill. Done. You were supposed sorry, to leave no, five sorry, minutes. I was, yeah. So I got to get going. So uh, mix shots continues in a moment. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors: the crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him; it projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting Cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com slash Cowboys. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United United Ag Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then... Let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit unitedagandturf.com. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Back, back, to mixed shots. Whether you're watching from home or cheering in the stands with SLR lenses, you'll see every exciting play. (laughs) Book an appointment at your local SLR experts and find the perfect SLR lens for you. See more, do more. SLR. As we continue here on Mix Shots on this Monday, the day after the NFL championship games, Won by Cincinnati mm-hmm. and the Rams, and that will be the Super Bowl in I, two I didn't, weeks. I didn't, I didn't think it would be as exciting as last week, but I was wrong. So if I remember, you took Kansas. I took KC and the Rams. And the Rams. That's what I took, KC and, and Bill the Rams. Bill and I took KC and the, the 49ers. Niners. Y'all took Niners. Damn, y'all missed out all the way. Oh, <laughs> yeah, missed I know, we missed way. both, right? Yeah, I, you know, I, I just, and even though it was still close, I just didn't think that the 
this is the narrative. This would have been the narrative. I'm at home, new stadium. You come in, you beat me twice and keep me from hosting my own Super Bowl. And actually six times in a row. Six in a row. So, you know, that would have been pretty bad. And you use all your draft picks. Right. You went all in, right? You went all in. So I just didn't think Aaron Donald was going to let that happen. And I know they double-teamed the heck out of him a lot. Well, he finally got there the second half, right? Or the fourth quarter. Yeah. He started giving them problems. Uh, I just kind of like the fact that they gave him as much exposure. I mean, you know, we, we, we fall into this pattern. Quarterbacks. Yeah, we always have quarterbacks. to show quarterbacks. <laughs> I, got, I, I told him the other day, I don't even know what uh, what uh, what was one of, the, one of the wide receivers. I couldn't even, I don't even know what he looks like. You know what I mean? Because they never find them with their helmets off. But it, but to see Aaron Donald, they, they caught his emotions. And for him to, to, to end it with that climax, I that was pretty timely and pretty cool. So the uh, Van Jefferson, mm-hmm. he was he'd be their other wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he he didn't play. Did he play yesterday? Oh yeah, he was the one that he he was thrown to when the ball was intercepted. He didn't intercepted. throw to him much at all. I know. I guess that's what happens when you got Beckham and Cup. As a matter of fact, was that his only target? He got five targets, two catches for nine yards. Wow. When you, throw for, when you throw for 337, it's kind of easy to forget that. And they had lost their tight end, too, by the way. Yeah, Higby went he out went early, right? And Blatton, coming Blatton back came on and caught five he passes. He sure did, didn't he? Clutch passes, too, keeping the chains moving. And see, so when you look at our uh, epic failure as Cowboys, it just, you know, you can talk yourself into it not being so epic. You know, you say, okay, well, when it's all said and done, we actually did pretty good. Yeah. We, but we, the disappointment is we know we are better. That's the disappointment because we've seen it shown and we've, we've seen the inconsistencies. So when we play well, we know that that could have been us yesterday. Yep. And that's so disappointing because to me, once again, I thought this was our chance. And you never know if you had one more play. <laughs> Here we go. One more play. One more play. I still say, you know, I, I hate trying to hang our hats on. A, I still wouldn't call it a Hail Mary. What your line were we on? They were at the 24. Not a Hail Mary at all. But you can run a pattern. You can still run a pattern. That's or you can run, as as I think Mike pointed out, you could you can run five yeah, verticals. You got to. You have to. You don't have to run a Hail Mary. And that's what they were waiting on. Everyone knew that. You know, I heard somebody point this out that um, – it might have been Aikman uh, on a radio thing. And, and he said, actually, he goes, you know, that would have been with the way the 49ers were protecting the sideline, you know, when Dak ran. Yes, yes. He said that might have been the best time it to was. run a Hail Mary because right. they only had maybe three, four guys in the end zone mm-hmm. instead of the whole team. That's right. Right? And you throw one I up. Could, and, and once again, I could see C.D. Lamb. Right? He can jump higher than anybody out there. Which, by the way, I just heard he's a replacement for the Pro Bowl. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. But what do they do in the Pro Bowl these days? Nothing. Well. Do they have a game? They do a skills thing now. See, but that's not a game. And, but they do have a game. They do have oh, a game. Oh, yes. They and do. what do they do? They play flag football. <laughs> that's or they might as well. Is it Liberty? I was going to say. No. Yeah. Because, man, I'm telling you, and once again, we know why it's, it's dropped in significance because – they just don't pay you enough money to, to potentially go out there and get risk hurt, yourself. right? Right, 
And back then, though, my rookie year, man, we were out there playing so hard. I, I tried to take on Chuck Muncie. That's 250 pounds. <laughs> and it was so funny. Uh, it was a great play, but, you know, Chuck wasn't trying. Yeah. <laughs> and I was because Chuck was 27. I was 21. Now, I don't know if they still do it, but they did change it that the winning team got significantly more money for being there still. for winning. That, that's, that, that but is, that doesn't happen until the fourth. That's good to what it used to be. Right. Because I think we got like 10 and 5. Yeah, no, it's more than that. Yeah, of and course. if you yeah, win, sure. so those last five minutes of the game, if it's close, right? <laughs> oh, man, we were going at it. I hit him so hard. Well, I thought I hit him hard. He, I hit him with all I had. I, I had snot coming out of my nose trying to hit him. That's just how hard I tried to hit him. And he was like, what are you doing? You know, he didn't even move. He just went out of bounds. And I was like, I thought I really made a play. And he's got the ball. He's like, what are you doing, young fella? So even the attitude was there right. for the older guys at that time. But it wasn't nearly as lackadaisical as it is. Well, if nothing else, I don't know how – I don't remember what they get paid. But it's a trip to Vegas, so – See, and that ain't a trip to Hawaii. Well, I guess it it's not. It ain't the same, bro. Well, it's close, though, no, right? No, it ain't, bro. It's, man, come on. Hawaii. Well, there's no water. Well, there'll be water yeah, in the pools, Yeah, there'll be water a lot right? of places. You can go out to, <laughs> outside a casino where they got a boat out there or something. But right? no, it ain't the same in Hawaii. Just so much better. Yeah. So well, these, new, these young kids like Vegas, though. Come yeah, on. they do. They do. And they don't have to travel as far, Chris. And yeah, they don't know about Hawaii. I guess they don't, but yeah. they missed it. Ah, right? So much fun. So much fun. All right. We were able to get to 1230. 1230. All right. Well, that's it for Mix Shots on this uh, when Monday. We back? When are we coming back? A uh, week from Thursday. A week from this Thursday. At 1130, 1130 right? 1130, not 11 o'clock. I started questioning myself. Did <laughs> See, I get 11 no, or 1130? and I did not want to be wrong because <laughs> I clowned you enough already. <laughs> I figured, I figured if, if I get here early, at least, it's like, yes. hey, where are you at? <laughs> All righty, so we'll see you next Thursday for Bill and Everson and Chris, I'm Mickey, and thanks for joining us on Mick Shots. Go Cowboys.